Welcome to the Property Experts Podcast, where you'll find open conversations, no bullshit attitudes, and deep dive insights from award-winning property developers and business owners, Ben Richards and Jack Jiggins. Together, they've delivered over 40 million in gross development value over the last five years and have a pipeline of over 25 million to deliver in the next 18 months. They've built numerous other seven-figure businesses with six-figure net profits around their property ecosystem, and it's by no means been an easy ride. So on this podcast, they'll share their weekly trials and tribulations running multiple businesses, giving you never-before-seen insights into the inner workings of finding, funding, designing, delivering, and selling award-winning property deals, together with golden nuggets of advice through the five key areas of any business, marketing, sales, operations, finance, and talent. If you're a young entrepreneur looking to get started or have a small team, but you're looking to scale your business to the next level, this is the No Bullshit Podcast for you. Welcome to those of you that have joined. We want to actually start by saying, if you are listening, please do type your name in the comments. Let us know where you're um, joining from, what you do, and what you would really like to get out of today's session or any burning um, business questions or property questions that you have for us. So yeah, do drop that in the comments. But yeah, welcome everyone. Um, if you haven't joined us before on these live streams, this is all about sharing the ups and downs of business and property. Jack and I have been in uh, the industry for the last six years, growing a property development business, architecture practices, surveying practices. There's a lot of stuff that we've learned. Yeah, so we, we've got a lot of experience under our belts. We're relatively young, but I feel like we've probably done 10 years worth of property development in the last five years since inception in 2018. So yeah, welcome if you are new to this. I've got a few more functions here to play around with. So um, forgive me if it goes awry. But um, welcome to the Friday expose, live Q&A. If you've got any questions, please do drop them in the comments. Um, these are the things that we're going to be running through today. So we're going to be talking about a couple of investments that we've got open. We've got three new roles across the businesses. So we're going to be going through those, talking a little bit about podcast. Jack presented to a group of maybe what, 60, 70, 80 people last night at the Titans property meet. So we're going to be talking through a little bit of that. We're going to be looking at one of our surveys projects, which is quite interesting. And talking about some of the planning woes we've got on some of our projects looking at a vendor finance option. So for those that don't understand what finance uh, vendor finance is, we're going to give you a quick run through of what that means and a, and a bit of an example. Sunset Court, giving you an update on where we're at with that project, talking about a couple of our affiliates, talking a little bit about our newsletter, which gets a lot of, um, you know, a lot of praise and a lot of uh, really useful feedback. Uh, and then we are also going to be doing for the first time a little bit of a challenge at the end of this Q&A. So do stick around for that. If you've got any questions, pop them in the comments below and let's kick things off. So um, Jack, do you want to talk through a couple of the opportunities we've got ongoing and a little bit about sort of the wider um, picture about investing with XP in the various businesses? Yeah, for sure. So we currently have, I believe, about five particular projects in planning permission, a couple in delivery and a couple in sales. All of these deals are fully funded, but we have two opportunities for investments open. They're very topical for us at the moment because we've been on and off investor calls for the last couple of weeks uh, doing the rounds of funding. So for those of you that aren't aware of how our business operates, we are a full outfit that can find and source um, structure, finance, um, buy, take through design and planning, deliver and sell. We work with high net worth individuals, with uh, ex-business owners, current business owners for what we would call individuals as our partners 
that come on a joint venture basis to sort of tap into our skills and our projects to realize sort of what we can do uh, in the property industry and to with hope to get an aim and a return on their capital that they invest. So it's a very much a time versus money relationship. Um, as some of you have may seen, we've now got an in-house Ponzi Spare who helps on the acquisition side. Uh, we have an in-house technical project manager. And obviously, Ben and I lead also on the technical side of things for our projects, as well as our office administration and marketing who help us pull stuff together like this. Um, but at the moment, we've got two exciting schemes that we're engaging with partners and we'd really welcome um, even if you just want to have a look at the projects and how we present them and what that could do for an investor uh, we're welcome to sort of walk you through that process and share our investment structures we've actually got a list i believe now about 70 people that want to invest and learn more about property and property development we've worked with a good dozen or maybe even more so than that our second deal which you can actually see on the screen at the moment was crowdfunded and i believe we had upwards of 80 people that invested in that project and since then we keep doing more and more investments with the same partners on the same sort of trajectory of we find funds deliver design uh, and get maximal uh, potential returns for ourselves but also our partners so yeah so the, just to start off today is that is how we grow our business and how our partners grow their their cash pots and we'd love to have more people that we can turn to and help us grow and work with. Um, so if you're looking to potentially partner with us as a business, or even just interested at some point in the future, we're just sharing some projects that we've, uh, so the one on the far right is fully funded. That's our fourth investment partnership with that particular investor that we've worked with. That one's an office to 24 apartments. Um, but the other schemes on the left-hand side, uh, are the schemes that we've been very topically um, speaking to investors to work with them um, moving forwards. Um, anything else to add, Ben? Uh, no, I think it's probably worth saying um, you know, the size of investment that, that we've kind of built ourselves to. You may have mentioned this, but I was busy doing stuff in the background. But um, yeah, we're talking about sort of half a million to three million pounds in terms of the equity slice that we need for the types of projects that we now work on. The end GDB of the projects that that we've moved up to is circa three to sort of 10 million pounds all across London, the home counties. So we have opportunities to invest in those size of schemes. And I think it's probably worth also mentioning, you know, if, if you're not quite at that level, we do have our other opportunities that come through, through our books. We will be building a HMO portfolio over the next couple of years and the funds required for that will be far less. So if um, you'd like to have a chat about anything to do with any of our opportunities or developments. We will be operating some site tours in the next couple of um, months. So do contact us, reach out, sign up to our newsletter, make sure that you're at the very forefront of all the messaging and be first in line when an opportunity comes through um, for us to ring you. So yeah, that's it really. I think the reason that we shared that slide is probably in the next two weeks, that will be us fully, fully funding all of our sort of 10 projects that we're delivering at the moment. So um, we won't be we won't be patching you much more once these two are closed off for a few months. So it'll be good to yeah see see people come out of the woodwork to start the conversations now. Quite frequently, we've started conversations one, two, three years before the first investment. So now's the time to reach out to us and fully engage with us with our newsletter, like Ben said, and to be aware when we're doing site visits and, and things like that. Good stuff. Um, so point number two, um, we're, we're recruiting. 
throughout the various businesses. So um, we're looking for a business assistant to come and join XP Property. Sarah, who's been with us for over two years now, is moving on to new ventures uh, later this month. Um, and we're looking to bring someone back into the office as a business manager and office manager to help run the day to day. So help, you know, with sort of PA duties with Jack and I to help coordinate the office needs, to help with, with filing, with day to day email management, a little bit of marketing. So if, you know, you're, uh, you know, recently graduated or you've got some experience in business administration, hungry to learn, want to work in a, a fast-paced environment with a you know a fantastic team. When, when we do all of our reviews within the team, the highest sort of common denominator in terms of what people say is that they absolutely love being part of the sort of family team. You know, there's lots of stuff going on. There's lots of exciting projects. We run lots of social events. And, um, you know, we're a very, very forward-thinking and fast-paced business that has a lot to offer. So do get in touch. Um, you could email... Uh, info at xpproperty.co.uk um, if you're interested in that role or take a look over on um, Indeed or LinkedIn um, for that uh, job description. We've also got two opportunities in XP surveys. Um, we're looking for a Revit CAD technician. Uh, so somebody that is very fluent in using Revit, which is a, a CAD program that allows you to model in 3D. And I can talk about that a little bit more when I talk about one of the XP surveys projects. Um, the other thing that we are looking for is head of surveying, basically, to join the business, help that grow, start building a team around um, our growth plans and head up the day-to-day operations of the uh, measured building and land surveying business, which is XP Surveys. So if you or anyone you know, you know is a surveyor, wants to step up into more of a management position, or you manage a team of surveyors at the moment with sort of Point Cloud, Revit, AutoCAD, experience using laser scanners, 3D laser scanners, do reach out again on Indeed and LinkedIn. You'll find the full job descriptions or message below and we can uh, we can send you the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on. So so uh, Wednesday, I had the pleasure of having a really good chat with Will Mallard, who runs My Property World. I think he's on about 250 podcasts and he only started about two years ago. So if you aren't subscribed to him on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, you know, whatever the, the, the sort of podcast platform you use is, head over to My Property World. Definitely check that out. Jack's already done a couple of um, episodes with him, I think. I've put there episode uh, 214. So go and check out Jack's previous episode. And uh, I've got to film, uh, record a second half with him in the next couple of weeks because we uh, had a few internet issues and we spent too long in the build-up talking about his business ventures and uh, lots of other interesting stuff. We ran out of time. So do stay tuned for that. So yeah, Jack... Did, I think this is probably the second or third time you've spoken at Property Titans Property. So Property Titans is actually turning. So Property Titans is run by Manny Chopra and Romy Chopra. It was originally called J6 um, because it was off the jun- junction six of the M- M4. M4, yeah, M40, M4, very similar. Um, but it's their seventh birthday next month. And I was asked to come for probably yeah, the fourth time that I've spoken at this, this event. Um, it was very, very fun for me and a challenge. Um, you can probably guess I like being out of my comfort zone. Manny just basically sent me a text and said, can you please do a presentation on creative deals? So yesterday I went along, did a 30-minute presentation about creative deals. Thoroughly enjoyed it because there's a lot of information in there that isn't the sort of really traditional corporate way of doing developments. It's having a much more trader mentality um, on return on investment, return on time, return on risk. Um, some of you may not be aware, and actually I think about 80% of the audience 
that came along yesterday wasn't aware that we sell on sites before we complete on them and we sell on sites before we've even built them out. We have certain metrics that we use to do that and analyze that return on investment and reduce the risk. And I shared some really exciting, slightly smaller projects than what we just shared for the investments because those those projects have such good construction margins um, but make really good capital out of certain deals. To give you a bit of an example, back in 2020, Ben and I exchanged on a small cottage for £5,000. We knew that the agent had badly marketed it in the wrong place at the wrong price uh, without having to do the essential things to get that property sold. After we exchanged for £5,000, we also had a four-month delay completion. We ended up clearing the site, pulling some CGIs together and selling that site in auction for 400000 And the new buyer bought our contract, so we didn't actually transact on it. And we made a £55,000 return in, a, in the space of a few months. Now, a £55,000 doesn't sound exciting. I hope a 550% return on your money um, does sound exciting. So I was presenting deals like that. Ben, am I going to do the little... Yeah, I, I just I just wanted to say so, Jack. I, I couldn't make last night, unfortunately, but Jack sent me the slides, and you know, even even me looking through through the slides, it is incredible. Sort of some of the creative ways in which we've been able to structure some of our previous deals, and there's a hell of a lot to learn. So I thought it would be useful to sort of ask Jack to maybe do one or two slides from last night and actually give you know you guys um, a bit of an insight if you weren't there. So um, let me just try and bring that up, and then uh, you can crack on. Uh, yeah, so to give some context of why we're sharing these slides is because pretty much in every purchase that anyone ever agrees, there's two very standard things you normally do, and that's an exchange fee and the completion timeframes that you agree on the property. And we're we're big believers that if you don't ask, you don't get. When someone asks me uh, what our exchange fee is, my answer is always as little as possible. And that enables us to spread onto more sites and get more sites under offer. So what Ben's sharing here is just an example of six projects that we've um, exchanged on in the last couple of years. Um, And as you can see, the industry standard tends to be a 10% exchange fee. If we had a 10% exchange fee on all of these sites, that that would amount to a huge amount of capital and where it would limit our growth. So this being an example, you can see across the six schemes there, we've got some that are at 2%, 4%, 1.5%, 1%. The the winner of them all was a site we exchanged on in Marlow, Buckinghamshire, really high value area. And our exchange fee was 0.004% of the purchase price. And that is just purely because we, we, uh, we say that's what we want to exchange with. You might get a bit of pushback through a solicitor or alternatively, the seller and we just say we want to keep the upfront cost as streamlined as possible so that we can make the acquisition or the planning as quick as possible so tip number one if you don't ask you don't get and that same tip will be coming up shortly i just um just just on a quick quick bit of quick maths in my head if we had paid 10 percent, we would have spent about five hundred twenty-five thousand pounds in exchange funds and if you add all all the figures up in front of you it's yeah closer to 90 grand so you know you're talking a significant you know four four hundred and twenty grand saving in terms of um you know exchange funds which has gone to purchase other sites to pay design fees to do you know all the other professional upfront soft costs that you need to spend on these developments so 
yeah, it's um, well worth negotiating. Do you want me to skip the next page? This is just a short message to ask, is your business making the consistent profits you want? Or are you struggling to take your business from five figures to six figures or six figures to seven figure revenues? If this is you and you want one-to-one guidance from award-winning property developers and business owners, check out our consultancy and mentorship packages at xpproperty.co.uk to book in with Ben or Jack today. Let's get on with the episode. Yeah, on to the next one. So once you have exchanged uh, or, or agreed an exchange fee, the next thing that we discuss is a completion time frame. A completion time frame is time frame between the date that you exchange to the date that you complete. If you're like a business like ours and you're buying with finance, that time frame uh, is normally set to arrange the finance. But in addition, if you complete sooner, you, that's your cost and your overhead that you have to front up. We know that in between exchange completion, you could be working on preliminary work on the site, preliminary uh, work on the design. You could be working on de-risking the project if there's a few elements that are potentially quite risky for you to de-risk those in that time frame. The standard period between exchange completion is four weeks. If we're buying a standard house and we want to get in and on site and the funding's in place, we will keep that to four weeks. But as you can see across these same six sites, uh, we we deferred the completion, and that was merely because we were able to just ask that question. And it doesn't start at what you see on the screen. We normally start a bit longer and get pushed back a bit. So as you can see, if you can't see on the Instagram because it's a bit smaller, we've got four months, one and a half years, one plus years, 12 months, six months. So as you can see, we've bought that much amount of time. So to give you a bit of a case study on one of these, um, the bottom right scheme, which is the scheme we shared earlier, we have exchanged on with a 1% fee and we had over a year to complete on the site. In that year, we, we've submitted two planning applications. We've done four holes. We've been to site on multiple occasions. We've met with local agents and we haven't yet triggered a pound in interest costs by doing that because the clock is ticking on the vendor's time. So it's all about leveraging that vendor's time frame and seeing how long you can get that exchange delayed completion date and an example if you look at the top right we bought this building off a solicitor um, who should know very well what the standard time frames are and um, we went in at nine months and we shook hands on four months now if we didn't have that negotiation it would have been four weeks and within that four month period we actually found our investor we submitted planning we uh, ensured that the tenant had vacated the building so that four months just buys you a bit of breathing space to make sure every scheme starts off on the right foot and you're not sort of panicking and rushing around to try and get consultants and planning in. You've got a bit more time on your side. So two top tips, ask for a low exchange fee. We start at £5,000 or a percent. And second top tip is push for as long as you can for a completion. Absolute crackers. Love it. Cool. Thanks for that. So, um, yeah, number five, XP Survey. So we've been surveying uh, this beautiful building in London for Greenpeace. Um, and I wanted to briefly explain the process that we go through. So you'll see on the left-hand side, our lovely lease car with the Trimble X7 laser scanning equipment uh, in front of the building. That sends out 2 million data points per scan and basically creates what's called a point cloud. Um, the point cloud data is what you see in the middle. So it's, it is essentially a 3D data capture of points in which you can manipulate. So we can cut sections, we can cut floor plans, we can cut through the building and see every inch of space within it. 
that point cloud data then gets put into Revit. So that's a 3D modeling CAD program where we model it from top to bottom um, to then output into both 3D and 2D, like that right-hand side image that you see there. So that's the elevation in 2D AutoCAD DWG format, which has been created from the point cloud and the Revit model. And that's what gets sent over to the client as well as a a PDF of the um, elevations, floor plans, sections, roof plans, everything else that the client's asked for. So that's a little bit of insight into kind of how we operate, how the scanning technology has progressed. Um, It's a fantastic piece of kit. It costs us over 40 grand. And it means that we can scan buildings like this very, very quickly compared to the old total stations. And uh, yeah, that's a little bit about our process. So I mentioned at the beginning, we're looking to recruit in that business. If you are a surveyor, um, if you've done 3D laser scanning, if you're a Revit CAD technician, do get in touch. We would love to speak to you. Number six is Conley Hatch Lane, planning woes. Um, We've been in planning now for almost eight months. We are at the final hurdle. But what I wanted to talk about is the fact that we have really had to dumb down some of our design. We post the top image regularly across our socials and across um, various platforms. And the feedback is always extremely positive. We love the look of it. We think it's very, very contemporary and um, appealing. But the planning officers really wanted us to tone it down. They thought it was too top heavy. And the uh, you know, the massing just wasn't, uh, wasn't right for them. So we've had to resort to what is shown in the image below, which is effectively the existing uh, building with a couple of different treatments to the facade. So the metal cladding stays for the dormer and at first floor level, um, but the left and right roofs have had to be retained in terms of the tiled sort of hipped roof, small hipped roofs that are are there currently. So it's a real shame, um, but these are the types of things that you often have to concede on to get a successful planning approval through. So we're expecting the planning approval through any any minute now. We've made those changes. They've been approved by the planning officer. He's just gathering his uh, final notes, checking all of the relevant sort of consultation responses with the view that hopefully we can get a response, uh, a successful planning approval next week. So yeah, hopefully we'll have some good news for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, next next Friday that we've actually got the approval under the belt. Let me know what you think. You know, do you think it's a valid comment? I don't. I don't think it is. I think I think the top top image looks great. I think one thing I would say is that once we've secured this planning, I think we will actually be going back in to try and get some extra square footage, taking on board their comments about the massing and and the subservient nature of what they wanted, and actually maybe trying to squeeze a little bit of extra square footage at first floor and and second floor level by bringing out kind of one of the sides. Um, to give that separation and depth that they were looking for, which actually might be a win-win for us. So it's not all bad news. I will just say in Vibe, if anyone's got any questions on Instagram or, or on any of the channels, just shoot it through and we'll um, do our best to answer them. Should I talk a bit about vendor finance? Yep. Cool. So vendor finance, I don't know anyone listening has ever closed a vendor finance deal. I'd love to hear if you have. We are due to close one in Central Suites, but also... We proposed a vendor finance structure with deal that Ben was just discussing. So to give you a bit of an overview of what what vendor finance is, we mentioned at the beginning of the call that when we find a site or something that has value in it, we normally partner with an investor. A vendor finance is just where we partner with the homeowner or the landowner and they put in the equity finance. So we can still have a buyout cost that we have a fee that goes towards them and that's normally development finance. Or a, or, a, or a mortgage, 
um, and then their equity sits in the project until we've added the value so that they get payout day one, which could be around sort of fifty percent of the of the property value. They leave in around fifty percent of the existing property value for us to deliver the scheme, and we go on a fifty-fifty joint venture or on a, a loan now, depending on how it's structured, to deliver the project and then pay the uh, the, the vendor their remaining fifty percent plus any upside that is created from the value add. So it's like a fully ingrained investor that's already in, in the project, already knows it intimately, actually owns it. Vendor finance can be done very simply from just a joint venture agreement. We've done something similar called an assisted sale, which is actually where we don't acquire the building. But if we're going to acquire the building or move it into a new limited company, you can still do vendor financing as well. Um, it's quite a creative way on the topic of creative to fund a deal if you're looking at something that's got value add if you work and and sort of get on well with the owner from the outset that 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 might be something they're looking for they might not have a home for that capital once it's released so understand their requirements and see if that's something you can structure very good and number eight we're looking at sunset court so if you've been following us for a while um you'd have seen this project kind of evolve it's an office conversion into four flats and there's a pair of semis in the new in the uh in the car park they are the houses are now fully finished, and the flats are ninety five percent of the way there. We're waiting on some final planning um, approvals to kind of finish the works. Um, we've actually just had a Jack. I didn't tell you, but literally twenty minutes before this call, we've got a viewing for one of the houses at ten o'clock tomorrow morning, which is great. So we're starting to see some of those things fly through. Just wanted to share an update on where we're at in terms of. Um, progress. We paid a lot of money for traffic management and new electrical services, and this is the state that we've paid for. They had to leave site because some of their cables didn't arrive this week. So there's even further. Del- Can you see my screen, Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult on a on a single laptop. Yeah. So this is the sort of state of play. So we're waiting on the cable to be delivered and for the uh, installation of that to be to be finalised. Paving's going in, which is looking great in terms of the landscaping. We're starting from the the office and working our way back to the front entrance of the site. The kitchen worktops and splashbacks are going in in the various in the various units. Uh, and like I mentioned earlier, we will be doing a site tour um, of this particular project and probably the sixteen unit scheme that uh, that Jack mentioned earlier in Abingdon, South Oxfordshire, very very soon. So if you are interested in that, do sign up to our newsletter to be first on the list of when that's going to happen. And then, yeah, that's really it from uh, from Sunset Court. Good. On to, we mentioned this last week, um, and we just wanted to um, sort of touch on it again. Obviously, so to give you a bit of an overview, we've bought 59 sites or houses since we set up the companies five years ago. And in doing so, we have worked with solicitors, funders, first charge funders, equity funders, uh, accountants, quantity surveying firms, brokers, Obviously, Ben's architectural practice, our own surveying company, insurance companies, property tech, capital allowances, tax advice, and second fixed items, so bathrooms, kitchens, etc. Um, we want you guys and listeners and contacts of ours to, to benefit from those contacts, and you might even have some that you could share with us. So we're very open-minded with who we work with and happy to recommend anyone we would recommend. Um, so if there's anyone listening out there, even if it's your own home and you want uh, advice or you want a contact, do let us know and we're more than happy to just in making instructions the sort of reputable, already tried contractors, businesses or whatever it may be that we've already worked with. Um, so feel free to reach out. 
Good stuff. Um, and then just, yeah, touching on our monthly newsletter again, we're really keen to get the message of any site visits, any investment opportunities out to everyone to give people an update in terms of uh, opportunities that we've got. So yeah, do sign up and uh, we do get great feedback from that. So that was all I wanted to say about that. Um, just to tie things up for the last um, last minute or so, I wanted to throw a bit of a challenge out there. Jack and I are looking to do some some more sort of one-to-one consulting. Like we really love helping people with their businesses, with their property ventures. We are looking to offer a, a one-hour group deal clinic for anyone who shares and tags us into the share of, of this, whether it be on YouTube or Facebook or LinkedIn. So please do share, get the message out. We'd really love to get the viewership of this um, live expose Q&A every Friday up as much as possible um, and really start getting some decent business and property chat going on. So yeah, please do share. We will then set up a, an hour group deal clinic for people to come, discuss their opportunities, you know, give some live feedback, brainstorm ideas, um, talk about some of the you know creative structures that that Jack spoke about earlier and how that could be implemented on your scheme potentially. So that's it. Yeah, Jack, did you want to mention anything else? Yeah, I was going to say just coming up with an idea, and it'd be good to get everyone's comments once we do the private room deal clinic because obviously people won't want to share their deals with the world. Maybe we could do a deal review where Ben and I get thrown a project live on one of these calls and we've got to dissect it and pull together an offer um, that would go out to that. So it'd be, I'd be interested to hear once we've done up off the back of this. So all we, all we do is like, share, comment and tag us and you will have the opportunity to come on and, and we'll do a sort of live Q&A deal clinic with anyone that wants to join on it. What I'm saying is maybe an idea where we actually do one live on a site or a plot that we get thrown at us unexpectedly off right move or something similar. Um, but yeah, we could hear what your comments are. Yeah, they're always fun. Like live brainstorming ideas is is really uh, you know a great learning experience for everyone. We do it in our boardroom group and everyone learn, learns an incredible amount from it. Um, so yeah, really keen to do that. That's really it from me. Jack, I don't know if you had anything else to say. Yeah, same. Um, keep the comments coming even after the live. We still do monitor the threads and get notifications. So if you've got any questions, just let us know. Thank you once again for joining in. I know 30 minutes on a Friday afternoon might be a tall ask, but we're here to try and share our, our 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 weekly wisdom of ups and downs. You can sometimes learn more off the downs than you can the ups. So we're here to just share what we're up to weekly. Um, and please make sure you come along future Fridays if you're available. Good stuff. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. These live Q&A episodes are all about helping you grow your business and build a property portfolio that provides financial wealth. If you have specific topics that you'd like us to discuss, make sure to comment on the platform you're listening on or email info at xpproperty.co.uk so that we can discuss your topic in future episodes. And if you found these conversations valuable for growing your business, make sure to click that follow button and we'd really love for you to tell just one person about us. Thank you.